Yudalamut Beis, the last line, the last word. Still uh, quoting from the price that we had at the top of Yudalamut Beis. This is just in general by a mincha. The next thing the Kohen does is he brings it up. And now it sounds like he's mocked to it. That sounds like he burns the uh, Kamitsa in the Klisha race. Now, one second, he doesn't do that yet. Maktir lay, he's burning it, he is not doing it yet. It still hasn't had the salt put on it, and you have to put salt on it first. Ela ema, rather, what you have to do is understand that phrase in the Brisa, ma'alehu bekliyshares, not umaktiroi, but rather le haktiroi. So it's walked up the ramp and brought up to be maktiroi, but you're not maktiroi yet. Double underline the lamed of lehaktiroi. The Brisa continues and said, Umolchoi, and then you put salt on it, and then Naisnei al Gabeha Ishim. Dirsiv, like the Pasuk says, Vechol Karban Minchascha, every Karban Mincha of yours, Bemelach Timlach, should have salt put on it. The next part of the Brisa said, Karva Kaimet Shiranechal, and once the Kaimets has been offered, what's left over can be eaten um, by the Kaihanim. Minalon, where do we know that from? Well, Dirsiv, the Pasuk says, uh, in Pasuk. It's Vayikra Bey's Pasuk Hey, Vehiktira Kayin es Azkarasa. The Kohen would burn the Azkarasa. That's another term for the Komates. And then the next Pasuk in Pasuk Vavuksiv, Vahanoiseris Mina Mincha. That which remains from the Mincha is uh, for Aaron Ubanov, in other words, for the Kohanim, for them to eat. Kama. Now, what level of burning is required? Does the entire Kamites have to be totally burned? Part of it? Some of it? Karav HaKaimates. Uh, we have a machlokus between Reb Chanina and Rabbi Yochanan. The Marke de Islay, Marke de Islay. Each one holds what they hold. De Itmar. Here's the background. So give Maseches Menachos. Hakoymates. The koymates. Once it's put up on the fire, Meima Sai Matir Shirayim Bachila. Precisely at what point is that which remains then permissible to be eaten? Machlokus Reb Chanina, who we underlined, and a line later we also underlined Reb Yochanan. Reb Chanina, Aimer Misha Tishleit Bay Haor. Once the fire catches on, even if it hasn't uh, started to burn the majority of the comas, but once it's clear that there's a strong fire, that's uh, the point at which then the shirayim are mutter, whereas Rabbi Yochanan, Andalin Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Mishetatsis, or Mishetitsas or Berubai, you have to have the majority of the kaimates ignited, and at that point, the shirayim can be eaten. The Brisa continues and said, The Kaihanim are permitted to, with the Shirayim, which is basically a bunch of uh, flour and maybe a little bit of oil in there, they could add, when they prepare it to be eaten, wine, oil, or honey. My time, what's the reason? Well, Amar Kro, because the Pasuk says, which is understood to mean, the Hebrew translation of the Aramaic is, uh, in a very chashva way, the same way that kings would be served, which is not plain, but rather with some sort of sweetness or flavoring. The only restriction would be to make sure that the shirayim do not turn into chametz, like the Pasuk says, by a korban mincha, chametz chelkam, it cannot be uh, baked as chametz, their portion. Amr B'shem ben Lakish afilu chelkam, even their portion, meaning the kaihanim's portion, which is the shirayim, lo chametz, even that cannot be baked as chametz. Kolam anachis. Now this is back to the Mishnah, the Mishnah that we had at the bottom of Yudalana Madalaf, uh, etc. 
Okay, and we had said that there were certain requirements that uh, other menachos had, uh, and the mincha sota doesn't. The whole menachos to an Question mark, comma, really, all other menachos require always all of them that you have oil and frankincense. Vahaika, what about the minchas chayta? There are certain uh, averus mitame uh, mikdash, or somebody who takes a phony shvua about testimony that he doesn't know it if he really knows it. Um, and it says over there that uh, as the fluctuating price, if he doesn't really have any money, like destitutely poor, he can bring a mincha. That minchas chayta derachmana amar. Here's an example of a mincha, and what does the Pasuk say regarding it? Lo No oil, no frankincense. So what did the Mishnah mean, our Mishnah here in Mesech to mean when it said all others require that? So here's the understanding. colon. Kol ha-menachos te'unais, and now we're going to list off three things. All other menachos require at least some of the things on this list. A, shemen u'levaina, oil and frankincense. B, ubois minachitin, and they come from... Uh, wheat flour and siu ba'isoilis, and they're brought as uh, very finely sifted flour. Colon. Now there might be some exceptions that only have some of those requirements, but at least some of those requirements exist by all menachos, with the exception of the minchasota who doesn't require any of them. Colon minchas chayta a minchas chayta, which again is the least expensive of the fluctuating price carbon. Afal even though sheina tuna does not require shemen ulevaina. Ba, it still has to be brought minachitin from wheat, uba, soilus, and it's finely ground wheat. The minchas omer, which I underline, which is the minchas brought along with the omer. And even though the, the, the type of grain that's used is barley, still to unit requires shemen lavaina, uh, oil and frankincense, uba, garis, which is the finely sifted equivalent when it comes to, um, Barley. However, comma, zu, and I double underline the zu, that would be our minchas soita, the mincha that's being brought in the soita procedure. Eina tuna doesn't require any of those things. And this is the only mincha that doesn't require any of them. It doesn't require lo shemen, velo levona, uba min hasoir, and it's brought from barley, uba kemach, and it's brought a more thickly ground mm, barley. Period. Tanya. I have a brice that goes about seven lines, starts here. Amarib shimen. Bedin who, really logic would dictate, shetehe minchas chayta, endelein minchas chayta. Minchas chayta, again, is the mincha fluctuating price, uh, carbon for certain uh, particular averus that is brought. Teuna really should require shemen levoin, like all other menachas require oil and frankincense, shaloyei chayta nisker, so as not to allow the person, who basically did an avera, to benefit. Why does it not require? Question mark. Because it's just not right that a person is bringing a carbon for a chait should have a beautiful carbon or a nice carbon. And the truth is also, I underline here, it's, it's mentioned by chaylev. It's basically the standard chatas that's brought. If a person does something, that if they would have done it on purpose, they'd get kares. It's the standard it should also require nisachim, the accompanying libations, which a lot of karbanos uh, do require, like olas and shlamim, but the standard chatas does not. Um, now, it seems like he's uh, saving a little bit of money on how much his carbon is going to cost. And that's uh, normally not what we do for someone who's a sinner. We, we don't usually let people who do things wrong benefit. So why then is it not required? Answer, because we don't want his carbon to be very nice. And when it's brought without the accompanying uh, wine and oil and, and flour, it's not as nice. Aval, 
However, and I underlined here these four words, the his chatas and asham does require tuna nesachim accompanying libations. Because uh, when it comes to the mitzayra, his chatas uh, is actually not brought for a sin. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Ask the Gemara. Really? The mitzayra didn't do anything wrong? Any? There's seven things that cause saras, and it's a list of like some of the worst things. We know Lashon Hara, and murder, and Arias, and Gaiva, and it's a whole list of bad things. So, why do we say this person is not a, it's not coming for a chait? Answers the Gemara, Hasam, what's going on over there when the person gets the saras, it's the Saras itself minig a hudi chaper. He gets the kapara from the uh, having to deal with the saras itself. Kimaisi carbon. When at the end he brings a carbon, that has nothing to do with being mechaper on what he did wrong. He got all that kapara from dealing with the saras. Leishtaruye bekodshim hudekamaisi. Simply bringing that because to per- be permitted to continue eating kodshim in the future, he has to bring these carbonos. Well, if that's the case, ask the Gemara Lamiata Chatas Nazir, the Chatas that a Nazir brings to Hey Tuna Nisachim, that should require accompanying libations, and we know it doesn't. Lefishena Baal Achaita, Nazir's not coming, Nazir didn't do anything uh, wrong. Well, Savarla, we say no, actually, we're of the opinion, like Rebelazra Kapar, Damar, who says back in Mesachas, Nazir, that a Nazir, Nami Chaitahu. Nazir is also a Chaita. Um, he went that length of time preventing himself from drinking wine. That's uh, not something Hashem wants. Hashem wants us to enjoy this world, and that's how he is a chayta. The Mishnah said, Rabbi Gamliel Aymer, that uh, like a Maisa Behema were her activities. Tanya, we have a Bryce of the Bryce that starts here and goes till Amud Bey's, the fifth line at the next Mishnah. Says the Brisa, it's a little back and forth between Ramah Gamliel, Ramah Gamliel we saw quoted in the Mishnah, Ramah Gamliel says to the Chamim, Seifrim, scribes, uh, wise ones, uh, uh, men who have great knowledge, Hinichu li let me ve'edrashen an al-darshan, kemin chaymer, like a, a chaymer was sort of like a, a button, a gold button that would be used to like make you look real neat and uh, good and uh, handsome. Anyway, he's going to give a great drasha as follows. Now, this drasha, here's a little bit of background. I actually put this in brackets, starting here until the first word on the fourth line. Deshamila Reb Meir to come, or we had Reb Meir actually in the first parak on Daftas, who had said that uh, in the Mida Kenegan Mida Sogia, that he hechilasam adane oilam, she, the uh, married woman in this question, fed uh, her potential uh, paramour all sorts of delights of this world, expensive treats. Lefika, korbana, machal, behema. That's why mida connected mida, the carbon that she brings is uh, normal animal food. Well, Amar lay. So now says Rambalil to Rabbi Meir, Hatena Hashira. That's great if the woman in question is a wealthy woman. Ania Maikla Meimar. If she's uh, poor, obviously didn't have the means to give her potential paramour uh, anything of uh, significance. Maikla Meimar. What would we say then? Ella, rather, and then I close the brackets. Here's Rabbi Gamliel's approach. Kashem Shema Asem Behema. Just like her activities, the things she did was like a behema in the way she behaved. Behema. So too, the carbon that she brings is from uh, what normally is animal food, namely barley. Says the Mishnah. Hayamevi Philly Shalcheres. Philly is a type of uh, receptacle, a kli. 
and it was of earthenware. This is being brought for the sot procedure to take place. And then we have to put some water in. How much water? Half a lug of water. And it's from the kior, which was the water basin in the Azara. Rabbi Yehuda, who I boxed on Revius, he says it was actually a Revius, a lug, half as much water. And this is sort of Rabbi Yehuda's uh, opinion throughout the uh, sugyas here, comma connector, kashem shemait b'ksav, when it comes to how much is written in the pesukim before it's scraped up into the water, Rabbi Yehuda is the opinion that says less is written than the other opinion, kach lemait b'mayim, so too when it comes to how much water there is, Rabbi Yehuda is the opinion that says that there's less water. Then uh, the Kohen with this uh, receptacle of water, nichnas lehechal, goes into the heichal, Upanali uh, Minoy turns right. Umakam Hayasham, and there was a place there, Amal Ama, one Ama by one Ama, let's say about two feet by two feet. And the entire floor of the uh, Zara, of course, was um, uh, marble. There was a Tavla Shel Shayis, a square piece of marble. Vitabas Haisekavuaba. This thing was unique, this piece, uh, because it had a ring that was set into it. Uh, which gave them the ability to lift it up. Ukushumagbia, uh, when he lifted it up, Noitelafamitahteha, he would take a little bit of the dirt uh from uh underneath it, Vinoisin, and then put it uh, on the water. Kadesha Yeiroa Alamayim so that it would be seen. You have to put enough of that dirt so that it could clearly and, and discernibly be seen on the water. Shanamar, like the Pasuk says, Umin Heafar Asheriya Bekarka and from the dirt which is in the ground of the Mishkan, because over there there was a Mishkan for the Jewish people, the Beis Hamidus is our equivalent, Yikach uh, kain the Kayin should take Venosan El Hamayim. It doesn't say Venosan Bimayim, which would uh, imply uh, mixing it into the water. It's rather Venosan El Hamayim. seems like it should be floating on the uh, water, a discernible amount. Tana. The little brysa goes for exactly a line. Philly Shelcheres Chadosha. I double underline the word Chadosha. Diva Rabbi Yishmael. And I box Rabbi Yishmael. So when the Mishnah mentioned that there was a earthenware utensil uh, that was used, uh, according to Rabbi Yishmael, it has to be a new one. Never used before. Well, my time with Rabbi Yishmael, what would be the reason of Rabbi Yishmael? Asked the Gemara, and we'll have a few approaches. I put a Roman numeral one in the margin here. And about 10, 11 lines later, last one line is Cheres, I put a Roman numeral 2 in the margin. So what's the reason that Rabbi Yishmael requires a new Kli Cheres? Well, Gamar, he learns Xerah Shava, Kli Kli from Mitzayra. Malahalan, just like in the Mitzayra process, Cheres Chadash, it has to be new or earthenware vessel that's used. Afkan, so to over here, in the Sota process, Cheres Chadash, the earthenware vessel used, has to be new. Okay, great. Vahasam Alam, but over there by Mitzayra, where do we know that has to be new? Well, Dixiv. Pasuk says by Mitzayra, V'shachat es ha-tzipor ha-achas, and uh, one of the birds is uh, slaughtered, el klicheres, into, the contents of it, probably the blood goes into a klicheres, al mayim chayim, on mayim chayim, uh, live water, fresh water, new water, ma mayim chayim, the requirement of the water is that shaloi naseb and melachet had never had any work done to it, that's what chayim means, never worked on it, af Kli, so to the Kli that it's in, Shalai Nishtana by Naasasa by Malacha, the Kli also has to be that it had never had any work done to. In other words, brand new. Okay, well, if we're making the connection then, I ma lehalon, if just like by Mitzayra, you require Mayim Chaim, should we not say here too, Afkan by the Saita, you should require Mayim Chaim? Doesn't necessarily say that, but if we're making the connection, we should require Mayim Chaim also. Answers the Gemara, that's right. <laughs> 
Rabbi Yishmael, Hachi Nami. According to Rabbi Yishmael, whose opinion we're going within right now, for the Sota water, it does have to be Mayim Chaim. Da'ama Rabbi Yochanan, and here's a little bit of the background, May Kior, um, everyone agrees the water that they would get for the Sota uh, water would come from the Kior. It's just a question of did that Kior have only uh, May Mayan spring water in it or also other waters? So Rabbi Yochanan tells us that Rabbi Yishmal, who I underline, May Mayan Hain, which is Rabbi Yishmal Ashitasai, that the Mayan, one of the things it'll be used for, the Kior water would be the Sota, and that comes only from uh, spring water, whereas the Chachamim, who we underline, Mi Shar, May Maisain, holds that it can come from other uh, sources, if you want to put in like may mikvah, that would also be fine. Uh, the Gemara asks, well, one second here, we could actually refute this Gzeira Shava of Rabbi Yishmael, because if you're saying there's a Gzeira Shava and it equates what we know by Mitzvah to what we do by Saita, well, Mala Mitzvah, you can't do that because Mitzvah has got all sorts of other Chumras that go along with it. You have to have Tawan Eitz Eras, the Cedarwood, the Ezav, the Hisab, the Shni Toilas, the Red Wool, and we know that's not a requirement by Saita, and therefore the Gzeira Shava is Mafricht. Amar Raba, and this is where the Roman numeral 2 approach would start, Amar Rabba, Amar Kra, here's the reason why. Because in Saita itself, it could have said, it doesn't, but it could have said, Velakach Kli Cheres, Venasan Baimayim. But instead, it said, Be Kli Cheres. I double underline the base, which is referring to like a specific Kli Cheres. In other words, by Saita, when it says Kli Cheres, it's referring to another Kli Cheres, a Kli Shamartilach Kfar, and which is the topic where Hashem told about a Kli before, well, that was uh, by uh, the Mitzayra, and that one has to be uh, brand new, period. Amar Rava, loishanu, the Rabbanan, who don't require it to be new, panav, it don't require it to be new, but it can't be like all uh, blackened and icky. Avon panav, if it was, let's say, used or burned, or it had uh, like a dark uh, uh, darkness to it, then it would be puzzle. My time, oh, why would the Rabbanan uh, say that? Well, because they require it to be dumya demaim, similar to the water. Ma maim shalay they require water. It doesn't have to be meimayan, but it can't have changed its appearance. Like, let's say, uh, it's uh, put a few drops of red food dye into it and looks kind of like red. That would not be good. So, too, the kli that the water is put in, shalay that was nothing did, done to it to change it. Period. Boy, Rava. Nisachmu, let's say uh, there was a klicheres that was used and it was darkened because let's say it was on the fire, got soot on it, and then we put it back into a furnace, and it came out looking good as new. In other words, it had been used, but now it looks as good as new. Mahu, what do we say there? Colon, A, Oduma B. A, Miamrinan, do we say, since it was pushed away to be no good, it's always no good. O Dilma, or maybe B, Kevan de Hador, Hador, no. Maybe now that it's been put back in the furnace and fired up and looks as good as new, it's like a new one. Well, let's see if we can answer from the following Tanaic source. Tashma, come in here. We have a two-line brisa. Starts here. Rebbe Lazar, or maybe Rebbe Eliezer, Oimer, Eitz Erez, Ve'ezai, Vushni Toilas. This is in the... Um, um, in, in the things that are required for the Mitzayra. And of those things, let's say there was some cedar wood or some hyssop or some red wool, and, and those things were used basically used kind of like as a rope to hold onto a box after, and then you sling it over your shoulder and you're able to carry something. Uh, those would be in 
valid to be used um, in the Mitzayra process. Now, why let's say, I don't know, a piece of uh, hyssop, why would it be that if you use it just simply as a rope to uh, fling something over your shoulder, the ha-hasam, but over there, hadri umifshiti. There you can take it and kind of like smooth it out again, and yet it still says that it would be puzzle, so it seems like from that, that once something is pushed off, it's always pushed off. The Gemara rejects this as a valid proof and says, not necessarily, hasam de klufi klufi. If you use, let's say, a piece of hyssop as a kind of rope so you could sling a box over your shoulder and carry it, it will peel off a little bit of the uh, outer layer, and, and that, therefore, is a, a significant change. The cone would walk into the heichal and turn to his right. My time, why to his right? Well, it's the way he always turns, except for a few exceptions. All turns, that you turn, they should be in a right, as opposed to left, a rightward direction, and that's why he would turn Right. Adkan.